Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Um, let's start with the Irish Examiner. Eamon Quinn has a story about the overall health of the Irish economy. Yeah, let, let's start on a positive note. Uh, good news Friday. Um, 2.655 million people working in this country uh, in the third quarter uh, of uh, this year, uh, according to Eamon Quinn's story. Uh, that's 102,000 increase or 4%. So really marvellous improvement there. Uh, and again, the idea that we're an open economy, um, the labour force also grew by 112 So we are seeing an economy in which uh, employment is growing and the number of people who want to work in the economy is also increasing. Now, that's the good news element. Uh, Economists always have to have a sting in the tail. And in in Eamon's story, he talks about how there may be uh, some signs of a slowdown a little more recently that the third quarter data may not capture the full impact of slower global growth, the particular issues in the tech sector, and of course, the impact of higher interest rates. And if you look at the seasonally adjusted data in yesterday's release, there are some signs of that. While overall uh, employment was up um, 27,000 in the most recent quarter, seven out of 13 uh, uh, industries uh, saw a decline. And as Eamon says in his story there, over the last year, we've also seen declines in the number of people working in industry and construction. So good news, but we need, again, to be careful and to try and encourage more growth in the manufacturing sector and particularly in the construction sector to take pressure off housing. It's very important uh, that you have a diversified economy. Ireland's economy is almost certainly not diversified in the wider scheme because it's so dependent on services, i.e. we're dependent on the tech sector, we're dependent on tourism and all that kind of stuff. But manufacturing is very, very important for skills and for knowledge, especially in the pharmaceutical side of things. Critically important. It's been the area that has driven this sort of um, fast forward of the economy because of the multinational sector and our openness to international factors, you know, economic and cultural. It's so important to have a healthy economy and a healthy society. It is absolutely. And the Business Post has a story about EU-US trade ties. Yeah, this is a little more worrisome. Now, they talk about how the the meeting of the Trade and Technology Council, which is the forum to, to discuss trade agreements between the US and EU, has been postponed last month, rescheduled for December. But the Business Post says it's likely to slip back into um, next year. Uh, they're trying to, to do a deal on steel, uh, which may not sound the most exciting element, but it, it does tell you about the sort of threats to global trade that are there, even among friendly trade partners like the EU and US, there is this sense of me first and what economists are calling onshoring. And scary enough, if you look at the numbers, uh, world trade growth, which normally runs at a multiple times of world economic growth overall is predicted to only grow by 0.8% this Mm. year, partly because of the global slowdown and partly because of this factor deglobalization, which again is an economic angle to some of the more broader strains we're seeing about how economies and societies work at the minute. It's interesting because if Mr. Trump is re-elected this time next year, he's talked about an across-the-board 
tariff being applied to all products coming into the United States, which definitely won't improve EU-US trade links. This is the element. You, you know, the things we have are really good, but they're also fragile. And you see it in trade as in, as in other areas. You know? Caught Caden in the Irish Examiner. She has a piece about first-time homebuyers. Again, a perfect story for an economist in Coit's story. Um, uh, mortgage. Growth, I'm picking the uh, gems for you, Austin. I'll give yeah, you uh, yeah. pearls here. <laughs> yeah. uh, mortgage approvals overall uh, down 20%, which isn't good news. But when you dig under the bonnet, it's not quite as scary because first-time buyers' uh, approvals are up about 13.7% in volume. And that means that there's about uh, 2,700 a month sort of new first-time buyers getting approval, which would translate to about 32,000 a year, tells you how many houses we at we need even, you know, for the new pipeline and given the shortage in houses, uh, it means we need to be building more. The the overall approvals uh, are down uh, because there's a big drop in switching. Remember, there was switching as Ulster and KBC mortgage holders moved elsewhere and also because people were switching because there were attractive rates available before interest rates started to increase. So I, I would hark on the, the better news element of that, that there is scope for uh, first-time buyers. Now, that said, the the approvals, the, the actual average mortgage uh, was 295,000, which is up 27,000 or 10% on a year earlier. Mm. And that's because houses are becoming less affordable. You know, so people are having to borrow more. The, the, the role of mommy and daddy's deposits or their own hard-earned savings probably not going quite as far. And at a time when house prices are going up around 1.5%, the fact that the average mortgage is going up 10% tells you how stretched the market is. So we do need to be building like Billio. I just wonder, is it healthy for a housing market or for an economy to have such dependence on first-time buyers? 62% are first-time buyers. No, no. For a healthy housing market, you need first time buyers to be or sorry, you need movers as well to be uh, growing. You know, people who have bought an apartment and, and then moving discover, up or whatever. Yeah, they've two kids and a budgie, you know, and the apartment never suit, no longer suits. So those need to be uh, um, rising. And instead, you know, the movers are down. I think it's about 8% mm. year, 7.5% year on year and investors down 16%. A healthy mortgage market, a healthy housing market needs sort of growth in all the various elements of it. And, you know, there are those strains, but I suppose because of the pressures we have, I suppose it is better that we're seeing the first time buyer segment being more resilient. Okay. Austin, let's leave it there. Thank you so much. Have a lovely weekend, a peaceful weekend, a restful weekend. And thank you so much for joining us. That's Austin Hughes, The Economist there. Back at... Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.